The information provided in this show is intended for your general knowledge only and is not intended to be, nor is it, medical advice or a substitute for medical advice. If you have or suspect you have a specific medical condition or disease, please consult your health care provider. You are now listening to The Health Hero Show with Tim James. <laughs> What's up, health heroes? Tim James here, founder of ChemicalFreeBody.com and your host for the show that simplifies and demystifies how to live an energetic life with a flat belly. So if you're into a healthy gut and staying young, then this is the show for you. What's up, Health Heroes? Tim James here with another exciting episode of the Health Hero Show. Today, this is actually a two-part series on medicinal mushrooms for mind, immunity, and sleep. We're going to do a deep, deep dive on medicinal mushrooms. So Basically, what happened was um, I'm mixing up all these mushrooms, putting them all together, and I told Dr. Treadway about it, and I said, hey, man, I'm mixing all this stuff up. Can we make one product out of this so I don't have to take like six different mushrooms from six different companies, mix them all up? And he said, yeah, we can do that. So we actually, that's when we um, like took and created multi-shroom. Um, it's, a, it's an awesome product, and it's also a complete fulvic humic mineral complex. So it's literally like seven products in one. And we, we hope that if you're taking green 85, that you would also be taking either multi-shroom or the V-stack, depending on what your need is, because both of those have the fulvics and humics in them at a very deep level. Um, and they're going through, they're kind of like oral IVs. So we'll explain all that if you haven't heard about these products before, um, if they're new to you. But what had happened was is multi-shroom is now getting a lot of, uh, it's getting out there. Um, you know, we don't really, haven't really marketed it, but the word of mouth is marketing it. And then um, Ashley James uh, called me up. She's like, oh, my God. She owns, uh, runs the True Health podcast, uh, Learn True Health, excuse me. And um, she's like, this, I gave her some, and her and her husband had, like, profound results on it, profound results. So she actually invited me on to do a deep dive on medicinal mushrooms for mind, immunity, and sleep, and all the benefits, you know, building the immune system, all that. So what we did was is I, I took that interview and it was a long one. It was like two and a half hours long. So I cut it into, into two pieces and um, sprinkled some stuff in there. So I want you guys to, to check this out because what has happened is, is I've had a lot of people um, been asking questions about the mushrooms now. It's really like, it's kind of like a buzzword. We're getting a lot of support questions on it and stuff like that. So I thought, wow, I'm just going to put it on my show and then we'll have it in a two-part series so you guys can uh, go deep. And then I can just send you to, to that, um, like our customer service people can send people to these episodes. And they can get a, a clear, deep dive on medicinal mushrooms. And specifically, um, this multi-shroom product and, and why it's working so well for people. So that's it. Um, so sit back and relax um, because you're going to really enjoy Ashley's um, uh, story and what she tells about this. Now, I built this product for one reason. I built it for myself to build my immune system with another pathway, the pathway of a medicinal mushrooms. That's why it was built. It was built for me to build my immune system. And here's what's happening. Other things are very surprisingly happening. It's like people with anxiety and depression, uh, foggy mind. It's working really well for that. Obviously, it's working on immunity. And the, the real fun one is that I didn't realize it was going to have such a profound uh, difference on people's sleep. Um, and Ashley and her husband, Duffy, are perfect examples of it. We've had a lot of people call in and talk to us and say that it's really helped them with their sleep. So I just I really have this episode here for you guys to really learn 
um, in a deep level about medicinal mushrooms and why you want to have them uh, in your life, in your daily lifestyle. So sit back and enjoy, and I'll see you right after the show. I am so excited for today's guest. We have back on the show with us, Tim James of No Relation. But honestly, I feel like we were twins separated at birth and tragically separated at birth. We both are incredibly passionate about holistic health and healing and um, so many other topics that are affecting all of our lives. And, And honestly, it's like, Tim, if I was a guy, I'd be you. I really feel like if you were a a lady, you'd be me. It's just so funny how we both have fantastic health podcasts. We're both incredibly passionate about spreading this information. We both have the same last name, which is really funny. I feel like we should uh, start a podcast together, which might be a little confusing. The Tim and Ashley James show of no relation. And, uh, And it's just it's so great having you back on the show. I loved our interview, episode 442, where you shared how you overcome some major health obstacles and went on to have helped now thousands and thousands of people to recover their health. Even very difficult to heal issues, things where doctors have said they'll you'll always have this problem. You always need to be on these drugs or you'll 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 definitely never recover from this because X, Y, Z, it's genetic or this is just how it is or this is just because you're aging. And yet when people listen to you and do what you say, uh, they heal in ways that no doctor would ever expect. So I'm so excited to have you back on the show. Welcome. Ashley, it's absolutely my pleasure. I'm I'm happy to be back on, and um, I just want to be really clear about one thing: is like I don't heal anybody. Um, that's very <laughs> important. <laughs> so, it's like I healed myself. That's the only person mm-hmm. that I've healed. And what I try to just show people is like my journey, what I did, and like you know, changing their environment and reducing stress and cleaning up the body and getting the chemicals and toxins out and flooding the body with nature, which we are nature. And allowing the body's immune system and its natural responses to just take over, and you know, and and I'm kind of really good at getting people, I guess, motivated or inspired now to put their health as a priority because it's just, um, you know, a lot of people are struggling out there with their health today, you know. And Tim, that is such a clear distinction because we are our own healer. Our bodies know how to heal. We just really need to get out of our way. We need to stop putting stuff in our body that's hurtful, give our body the nutrients it really needs, change up some life, you know, make some lifestyle changes that are really simple, but really powerful. And boom, the body starts healing itself. So that's a really clear distinction. No one does healing to you. And, and we have to put the power back into the listener's hands because it's their body that's going to do the healing. And we're here to, to guide them, give them new information Perfect. It's it's really, really well said. Tim, since having you on the show, you you have formulated some amazing products. And I love your um you have a drink which is delicious. In fact, I'm I have a glass of it right now. I'm I'm drinking it currently. Mm. It's so good. It's so delicious. And um, and it also just like gives me a buzzing energy in the morning. I feel like the oxygen is just penetrating into my cells at a better rate when I drink it. I can really uh, feel it. Uh, so I'm drinking your your juice right now. And you have this amazing healing story, which we talked about. So definitely want to go back and listen to episode 442. But since then, you've made some amazing discoveries. And I'm really surprised that other 
companies because you know you're just you're a one man show, right? You're 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 not you're this giant giant company, which I really like because you're all about the the quality of the product. You make your you design your products for you first, and you take your products daily for you first, and then you you know you're helping others at the same time. But you figured something out that these big companies that are just really looking to make a profit and they they kind of get the lowest quality stuff and throw things on the shelf that in some cases they'll say, for example, there's a certain amount of vitamin C in this. And then when tested, it shows there's absolutely no vitamin C in this. Right. Because it's yeah. it's buyer beware. We don't know. We don't know what's what's out there on the supplement shelves. We don't really know if there's ginkgo biloba in those ginkgo biloba capsules or vitamin C in those vitamin C capsules because they can say they can say whatever they want and then just put filler in because it's not a regulated industry. Whereas I know working with you, everything that you do is incredibly high quality. So you figured something out and I'm really excited to talk about it today because when you first told me about it and my husband and I tried it, it was... I know that it's so cliche to say life changing, but I want I want you to talk. Well, some for a bit of the some then... of this stuff actually is because we're just so detached from nature. But can, mm. let me backpedal just just for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, number one, our just the size of our company. It started with me. Um, I have a full time assistant. I have a full time web and designer type person. Um, I've got coaches that work underneath me now. Um, we have Dr. Scott Treadway, who is our formulator, and yes. he is the um the bedrock foundation for the formulations um and i just want to be clear on this because like this was a gentleman who was groomed to go to medical school his whole family expected him to go so he did he went to cornell university and as a young man in his 20s he walked away and said this is not medicine Mm. and for somebody to do that at that age is just uh mind-boggling um to have that you know uh, awareness and then he went into naturopathic school, and he said, this isn't even good enough. And he walked out of that, too. Now, I'm not <laughs> here to bash naturopaths because I have a lot of them that I work with um, all, over the, all over the United States um, with clients that I partner with because we're kind of like – I look at myself like a general contractor of health. I just kind of help people organize their team, especially if they're dealing with you know stage four of this or that or they've got fibromyalgia, they got something – you know, seriously, you know, bad arthritis or whatever, gout, and they're trying to fix themselves up, you get to get a good team around you. And I'm really good at putting teams together for people in their local areas, right? So mm-hmm. Dr. Treadway gets on a plane and he flies to India, and this is really cool. He actually meets one of, like, the foremost healers in India. Like, big name, everything. The guy had herbal shops all over, so the family was pretty wealthy. He was asked to speak at the scientific at you know, universities and stuff all the time on the immune system and health. And, and you have to understand that the Ayurvedic traditions over in India of medicine and in the northern area, northern area so it's all like Ayur, Ayurvedic, but in the northern hemisphere, it's Ayurveda, and, and then the southern hemisphere, it's called uh, like Siddhar healers. So there's like two different factions of them but they they're doing similar stuff all of ayurvedic traditional medicine is steeped in system science biological system science so they have literally taking taken an engineering systems approach to health and wellness and what does that mean right so for the layperson like me if somebody had said that a long time you know 12 years ago i'd be like what What are you talking about you know i've been like watching peanuts and and the teacher's like wah 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 you know <laughs> doing that deal so 
what this means is, is like, what do engineers do in other capacities? Well, engineers build planes. And they kind of have to be perfect on that, right? Otherwise, the wing falls off and we crash and people die. Engineers build bridges. And they have to be perfect. And they, they do trusses for buildings. So, the, 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 like, you know, they have to have stronger snow capacity in areas where there's more snow. Otherwise, in the middle of the winter, your house could crush you and kill your kids. Right. So engineers literally can't make mistakes. Mm -hmm. And yet sometimes through society, they are. There's actually a really interesting story. Actually, there's a guy named Alan McDonald. Now, I don't know if you remember the space shuttle Challenger. You remember that mm -hmm. when it launched mm -hmm. and blew up, and killed mm -hmm. those people that they were rushed. They were rushed because what happened was they launched on a very cold day in the winter. And he, Alan McDonald and one other, and he was the head, I think he was one of the head engineers on the pro, pro, program. He's in the launch. He said, we cannot launch. We have, we have not tested this one little O-ring in those cold conditions. We do not know how it's going to perform. So until we do, he goes, I cannot sign off on this. The other, another guy, another engineer wouldn't sign off on it either. Okay. But the rest of the engineers signed off on it probably because they just want a paycheck and they, they were under pressure. Right. And they went ahead and launched and guess what? That O-ring failed, and those people died. And millions of dollars, you know, but forget it, people died, right? So my point is, is that in, from an engineering standpoint, this is the one, like, uh, profession where you can't hide from your efforts. Mm. You see what I'm saying? There's no gray area. There's no, like, oh, maybe next time. It's like, you know, it's very, in, from an engineering standpoint, they can't make mistakes, like electrical engineers, like, think about, it. oh, well, I'll, well, I'll just put the wire over there, and, zzz, and then the house burns down. <laughs> you just can't do that. People get sued. People die. Okay, I've made a big point about engineers, right? So when you look at a, a system, a basic system, which is called an open system, has five components. Now, if any engineers are listening out there, they're going to know exactly what I'm talking about. This is basics. And that, it, that has five parts to that system. It's got input. It's got an output. And in the middle, it's got transport, conversion, and storage. Very interesting, right? So if you look at a light bulb, what's the input? You flip the switch. The electricity goes in. It's transporting, right? Um, and then you've got the, the bulb that houses the filament. That's the storage component, right? And then the conversion is the electric goes through the filament, creates heat and light, or creates heat and then creates light, right? And the output is light. Right, so there's a basic system right there. That's an open. It's either called an open or AKA dumb system. It just works. Okay. Now, when you go to Ayurv Ayurvedic medicine and traditional herbal healers and what they're doing over there, they have something called karma and karma fall. Well, that's what karma is. People think karma is oh, what you do is what you get back. It's they're actually that's not what it means. Karma is input. Karma fall, P H A L, is output, and in the middle. Vata, Pitta, Kapha. Transport, conversion, storage. Now, Dr. Shiva Ayadure, um, at, he left MIT after like four degrees at MIT. His grandmother was a Siddhar healer back in the village. And she used to work six days a week, 16 hours in the field. And then one day a week, there'd be 20, 30 people at her door. And she would help them heal through mixing up herbs, um, certain massage, touch, working through things, giving them certain yogic positions to go home and practice so these people could heal themselves, right? So he, he grew up and he saw his grandmother as a young child healing people. So he went back to India as a four degrees from MIT as an engineer, and he kind of 
made the Rosetta Stone and made this whole connection. What I'm sharing with you right now is, is what I learned from him and his work um, when he had a Fulbright scholarship and he went over to MIT. And people are like, what are you doing? You know, you could be billing at $2,500 to $3,500 an hour and you're over here trying to fart around with herbs and stuff and, and this. <laughs> well, he was interested in that. He's very he's one of the top immune system experts in the world. So what, what, you, what you have to understand is that these these, for the folks listening, is that Ayurvedic medicine is not a it's not like they're trying to figure it out it's it's engineering principles steeped in it's that the medicine is steeped in engineering principles over 10,000 years they know what's going to work so my formulator talks to one of the most gurus of all gurus in India and he walks up to him and he's like will you train me and the guy said yes and so his training began and uh, long story short Dr. Scott Treadway became a master herbalist in Indian herbology trained in the ways of engineering uh, system science and medicine over there in Ayurvedic technologies, basically. So then he came back and he went on to become a, a master herbalist, not just in Indian herbology, but also in Chinese herbology and Western herbology. The only one he hasn't mastered was the Aboriginal um, uh, herbology in Australia, just because the Aborigines over there are kind of keeping their medicines tight to their chest because they don't want big pharma to come over and start raping their lands for the stuff and then, you know, mm -hmm. synthesizing it and doing all this stuff. You know, and there's other indigenous places around the world, South America, North America, you know, with Native Americans here. There's medicines and stuff they've been using for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. It works, you know, just to give people an example, because sometimes people are like, you know, questioning like, oh, that's just that's woo woo, you know, medicine man stuff. <laughs> it's like, no, dude, they've been doing this stuff for tens of thousands of years. It works. So I'll give you a good example. So when um, and people can look this up. So I like to give examples that people can you know, cross-check me, right? So, uh, Paul McCartney, people have heard, you heard of that dude? Mm-hmm. Kind of, I think he was with a band called the Beatles. They had a couple songs or something. <laughs> well, he was dating this, uh, supermodel named Heather Mills. And Heather Mills, um, got in, you know, um, so he's dating a supermodel and she gets in a horrible accident. I think it was some type of a car accident or a motorcycle went by her really fast or something and cut her leg off. She mm. lost her leg. And she went into the hospital, I believe, over in Europe, and got an infection in her stump, and it got worse, and so they gave her antibiotics, but the, they weren't working, and so they had to cut off more of her stump, Ugh. right, after they just fixed it, and it got infected again, so they were trying more antibiotics in different types and higher amounts. It didn't work. It was, so they had to cut more of her leg off, and then it got infected again, and then her friend said, hey, look, Heather, um, you need to do something different or you're going to die. I mean, this this is very bad. These antibiotics things are not working. And she said, you need to go to the Hippocrates Health Institute in West Palm Beach, Florida, and see what they have for you because she'd had a great experience there. Just happens to be that's where I started my health journey when my friend Charles got diagnosed with chronic lymphocytic leukemia. And like you said in that past episode, pretty much went into the whole journey and everything. It's quite remarkable. I just saw Charles this weekend, by the way, and got to hang out with him. And, you know, he... We're friends, and he's playing guitar, and his, he's got his cancer handle. He healed himself, right? He made his health mm -hmm. a priority. He healed himself. So it's really interesting that Heather went to the same institute that I went to, which I think is cool. Um, originally started by Ann Wigmore, who healed herself of stage 4 colon cancer, a gal from Lithuania. So that's a whole other story we could get into today, which is amazing. And um, she goes over there, and guess what they did? They said, oh, you have an infection, a topical infection. Here, let's show you how to take care of that. We're going to take 100% raw organic garlic clove and you're going to press that 
You're going to put that in a dish. One-thirds that, two-thirds organic olive oil. So one part fresh-pressed organic garlic and two parts cold-pressed organic olive oil. Mm-hmm. Now And then mix it together. And then you have to let it stand for about 30 minutes. Why? Because garlic is very caustic. On the pH scale, it's about a 3.3, so it's highly acid. Mm. Now, I've actually seen, like, video, like, like zoom-in, like, video of, like, where you can see bacteria on, like a, like, a table. And then you have the garlic oil stuff. Just the fumes, when you zoom in, the fumes... It's almost like a nuclear bomb is, is, is wiping out all the bacteria. It's a 100% kill zone. It kills the bad bacteria. But here's the cool thing. It doesn't kill the good bacteria on your skin that's going to stitch you up and heal you, which is very important. Amazing. This is why when you put, you know, hydrogen peroxide is a great way to go as a disinfectant because it's going to go in there and it's going to kill the, good, the bad bacteria, but it's also knocking out the good as well, Yeah. right, a little bit. So, um, and that's why you don't want to use, you know, stuff like hand sanitizers. Yeah, you're in, in those cases, not 100% kill zone. They only, they kill 99.8 or 99.7 or 99.9. So that 0.01 or 0.02 or 0.03 stays behind, becomes stronger and more resilient, starts breeding, gets stronger and stronger and stronger. Mm-hmm. And you're actually killing your immune system when you put Purell and that kind of crap on your body, like literally. Mm-hmm. So anyway, back to the garlic story. Um, she... They taught her, like literally, imagine she just got her leg whacked off. She's about ready to die. She had her leg whacked off once in an accident, two more times at the hospital, and now she's at Hippocrates. They showed her how to make this mixture and then let it sit for 30 minutes and then and then apply it to her stump and put some gauze on it and change the gauze and bandage three times a day. And guess what happened? In two weeks, she was running around the institute on her prosthetic. Oh Go look my it up. Gosh. Heather Mills. And you know what happened since then? When I was a kid, um, I, I got uh, ingrown toenails. I don't know if anybody, have you ever had those? I've had like an infected toenail that was, it was sort of like ingrown and infected and, and it was it was really bad. I was in Florida walking around barefoot and um, I, I couldn't figure out whether it was something I did just walk around barefoot or whether it was um, because it was ingrown, but it was so bad. It was my big toe and the entire, it got so infected, the entire toenail fell off and it was incredibly painful. And then I just, I just used tea tree oil every day um, and a bunch of other essential oils. I wish I'd known about the garlic, but I just used a bunch of essential oils to, yeah. uh, to, to get over it, which it did. It didn't, it didn't happen. It, the healing didn't happen as fast as I, I would have hoped. Um, but with, I bet well, that check garlic this oil would have. Check this it. out. This is so cool. So, I had an ingrown toenail when I was 16, and it prevented me from playing a baseball game, and I was totally into baseball. So what ends up happening is when you have an ingrown toenail, typically what they have to do is they got to numb the toe, first mm. thing, because what they're going to have to do is they're going to have to cut. If they do it properly, they're going to take about they're going to take scissors, and they're going to go a third of the nail, and they're going to angle it in towards the the corner, just slight angle, so as it grows out, it doesn't catch again, right? Mm-hmm. So you literally take scissors and cut your nail down to the nail bed, tear it off. And then take silver nitrate on a stick and then burn the cuticle down there with silver nitrate on a stick. And then they bandage you up. Well, that sounds horrible. And it, mm-hmm. imagine how painful that would be. So that's why you have to have an anesthetic, right? But when to administer the anesthetic, they have to take that little needle and they have to stick it into the nerve bundles in the tip of your big toe. Oh, no, this is you. what was used in wartime. They would take bamboo splinters over in like you know Vietnam or whatever, and they would shove them down 
the, the toe because it's one of the most painful things on the planet. So they would give me something to bite on, and then they would jam that antiseptic in, which is a toxin, basically. Um, but they got to numb the toe. Then they cut it off, and then they send you home, and you gotta, you're eating Vicodin that are destroying your liver. Right, and you have to your toes like thump thump thump, and it's painful for you know for a day or two, and it slowly gets better, and voila, and you're finally better, and thank God. However, what happened was, and I've been through that process three times in my life. It's very one of the most painful things I've been through. My son, and he, ah, he's about sixteen too, I think. He got an infected toenail, and I was like, aha, we're gonna do garlic olive oil. So we did garlic olive. I mean, it was so you know what it was like. You can't even touch it, right? It's so hot. It's just mm-hmm. painful. I was like. Um, yeah, your toenail is ingrown there. So we, we bandaged it two, three times a day, changed the bandage, and within two days, the infection was completely gone, no pain, and we were able to get in there and get under the nail and start packing cotton underneath it and allow it to grow out. That's what we did. And he never had to have that needle gem down his toe. He never had to have the anesthesia, which is a toxin, in his body. that His body had to chelate out. And he never had to take um, any pain meds. Right. He did it himself at home. And my question is, is that with Heather Mills and my son, uh, how how expensive was that? Like 30 cents. <laughs> yeah. And it's like and if you have that stuff at your house, which you probably should, if you're kind of eating healthy and you're into it, you didn't even have to go anywhere. You just handle it right there. Now, maybe you had to make a trip to the store, but you didn't have to go to a doctor's office, waste their time on something you could handle yourself literally. Right. And it'd be a much better process for you. And you don't have to wait in a waiting room and do all that stuff, right? And put on masks and all the crazy mm-hmm. stuff they make you do mm-hmm. and put Purell and, on your body as you go into these places and lower yeah. your immune system, first thing they do. Yeah. So anyway, Absolutely. My, point, that my point is is that these herbal technologies work, and they've been working for thousands and thousands of years. This is why our products work so well is because they're steeped in engineering system science. That's number mm. one. Number two... Right, so we already know how they're going to work on the human body. Number two, it's the quality of ingredients. Doctor Treadway has been sourcing ingredients for well over forty years, and he said he he said it took him over twenty years to get all the right sources in place. Imagine his main job is like sourcing ingredients for twenty years. So I'm piggybacking off of that as well, right? The source and the quality of the materials that are going into the products, right? So Mm -hmm. those are two main things. Now the third thing is how it's processed. The third thing is very important because if you process stuff uh, like with too much heat or too fast, it could create heat. It's going to oxidize it even more. Anytime you're processing anything, you're going to lose nutrient value at some level. It's just going to happen, right? So we want minimal processing. One thing we didn't talk about, I don't think, in the last episode because you brought up a Green 85, which was our first product and it's our number one seller, is that our products actually have life force in them. They have energy. They have enzyme activity. What does that mean? So if you actually, I don't know, have you heard of Curlian photography? We talked about it on the on the episode 442. Sweet. Okay, quick recap. Curlian photography measures the energetic energy that emits from any living thing, right? Or even like rocks and stuff. You can see how much it puts off. And it's you can take a picture with it or you can shoot a video with it, right? So when I was looking for a lab to make my stuff, that was one of my criteria, they had to know about the energetics, not just the quality of the nutrients and stuff. I wanted it when the when it was finally packaged and done that I could open a capsule up and take a photo and it's glowing, right? Or take the greens and put them on a, a table on a plate or something and videotape it or take a picture with curly and photography and I've got all this energy emitting out of it. 
And when over 30 labs, none of them even knew what I was talking about. Like I said before, they look, tilt their head sideways like there's a dog hearing a weird noise. Um, but when I talked to Dr. Treadway, I said, do you know about curling photography? He's like, oh, yes, we have two of those, mach- those uh, cameras here at the lab. That's when, I knew, that's when I knew I had my dude. And then he's become like one of my best friends, like a surrogate father, um, a mentor. Um, and, you know, he's one of the top supplement um, consultants in the industry. But the cool thing is, is what he told me, he says, like, my company is one of the few companies that he allows him to make it the way it's supposed to be made. And then mm-hmm. they don't change the ingredients or modify parts of it or put in, you know, some type of excipient binder, filler, or flow agent that is not good for you for speed of manufacturing. So we're one of the very few places on the planet that, can, that do all that. So that's why everything works so well. And I build everything for me. All this stuff, all these products, I'm building for myself. And I want the absolute best because I was on a slippery slope and I do not ever want to go back to the health I had that created a lot of contrast for me. And I want to move forward in life and I want to be, I want to wake up and feel so good and have so much energy and not buy into, oh, you know, you're 49 years old and you should be, you know, you're getting older. Screw that. You know, I want to keep learning how to have a, you know, my cellular age be younger and younger and younger every year. And I'm learning these things and this is what I'm up to. So, that's the whole like backstory on like the products and the quality and the ingredients and the history and it's literally st- steeped in system science over 10,000 years and we just don't compromise because I put the stuff in yes. myself. Yeah, and that's exactly what I meant by one man show. I didn't mean there's only you sitting in a room alone. I, I I'm sorry. And <laughs> I, I know a mad scientist like <laughs> No, I have the vision and I've assembled the team of the right people yes. and Dr. Treadway's a very instrumental part in this, but like I said, how many people that want to start a supplement company are going to go around to 30 labs plus until they find what they're, you know, and most people don't even have, they don't even really know what they're looking for because there's good people out there. I've helped over a dozen other companies get their supplements right, you know, just because I met them and I got to know them, like, wow, he or she really has a good heart. I'm like, would you, are you open if I could share something with you about your products? Because I see you have seven products here, but there's five of them that I wouldn't put in my body. Do you want to know why? And they're mm-hmm. like, yes, please tell me. And I would share with them, like, oh, my God, I had no idea. Right? Mm-hmm. They're not bad people in, in some, some of these cases. Other, other places, the bigger companies, they don't care. You're just a number. And, right. you know, if you ever want to find out if a supplement is good or not, an easy litmus test, if it's in a great big grocery box store, it's probably not. It's 99% mm-hmm. chance. But what you can do is you can type in the name of the company, you know, XYZ company, and then what you can do is, um, or excuse me, type in who purchased and then put the name of the company. And then if something like Nestle or Procter & Gamble shows up, in my opinion, <laughs> you probably wouldn't want to buy that. You know. There's so many there's so many companies I used to buy from that got bought up and and you just know it's not the same and I go on forums and stuff like that and people will say it's not the same, they changed the formula, that kind of thing. But that's what I love about the for the first product, which is you what you created, the Green 85 and have gone on to formulate a few others amazing stuff which we're going to talk about today the one that um had a, a profound impact on my mental health and on my husband as well um so this one product which i was frankly and really i don't want to say skeptical but i was like yeah yeah, yeah okay i'm, I'm gonna try it and i i was like because you told me, hey, this is good for the immune system. I'm like, well, my immune system's okay. I don't really have any, you know, major issues there. But I'm going to take it, and I'll just, I'll just tell the story. So okay. last year, um, many of my listeners know 
that last year um, I we lost our daughter during childbirth and she she passed away right like four minutes before delivery um, and we don't know why there was no we couldn't the autopsy was inconclusive there was no one knows why um, I, I was incredibly distraught uh, beyond measure and then days later had um, COVID I had really really bad and of course my immune system shot my stress is through the roof. My blood pressure's through the roof because I'm I'm just I'm so I'm I'm grieving right, and I'm postpartum. And then my immune system shot, and then and then if the doctors were like, "Well, we think maybe because I couldn't breathe." Well, I couldn't breathe for many reasons. One being I was fighting a, a lung infection, but um, they were worried it was a blood clot, and so I went to the hospital, and they tried to get me on these experimental meds, which was a real trip to. Uh, to watch the to watch the theater to watch the the medical theater happening before me knowing knowing the right questions to ask and I looked into their studies of oh, I wasn't I was I wasn't going to take it but I was just like well while they're offering me this experimental drug that they're not sure if my insurance will cover but they have really high hopes because they think I'm going to die um I should I should I'm going to look at it right and just see what the studies say. And it showed that I had a one percent greater chance of dying in the hospital. Should I take this med than if I were to not take this med? I'm like, there's your first clue. Um, so I went home and what, what interesting, the the doctor said day between day eight and day nine is sort of the that's when most people enter the hospital. It's kind of like the the tipping point. He goes, if you can get over day nine, you'll, you'll be fine. You'll be back on the men. So you you really came in at the worst time. And, and I could have stayed home had I, had I known for sure it wasn't a blood clot that it entered my lungs, um, from, you know, just having given birth. And, uh, so anyways, they cleared me for the clots. I went home the next day I was doing much better. And of course I am taking all my homeopathy, all my herbs. I'm taking everything that I possibly can. And, and I'm getting better and better since then. Uh, fast forward a few months later, we we've moved. Uh, we had to we had to move uh, out of our home of seven years. So it was like a tremendous amount of stress and grief. And then unfortunately, a family member was passing away and my husband left left us to go take care of them. So now I'm alone homeschooling our son, uh, managing managing the household kind of thing alone. And I start getting um, PTSD attacks daily. And I don't know what's going on with me. I don't know why I, I enter the kitchen and I cannot put a meal together. Like, and I'm, I love cooking, but I didn't understand why can I not complete a task? And so I sat down with um, Dr. Glenn Livingston. I just love the man. I've had him on the show multiple times. He's a Ph.D., um, psychologist, and he primarily deals with helping people to heal emotionally, eating and overeating. But I reached out to him. I said, I don't know what's going on with me. I, I feel like maybe this is like maybe it's COVID brain, like long haul COVID brain. Like I, I feel like my brain's Swiss cheese. I explained to him everything that was going on. My I waking up, you know, five or more times in the night, um, really getting a uh, broken sleep can't even complete basic tasks. I walk into the kitchen. I could I could maybe start to cook, but I couldn't finish. Like I could just couldn't even have the brain power to like complete things. I used to do three episodes a week of my show. I was doing one a month. So I, everything was just incredibly difficult. And at the drop of a pin, I would I would just burst into tears. 
and I'm a very strong person. Like, it's not that I'm like this. I don't know. I'm not weak, like emotionally or, or mentally or physically. Like, I'm just I'm a strong willed person. And I explain everything to him. And Glenn goes, Ashley, you have post-traumatic stress. You are experiencing post-traumatic stress. And I, and, and I was like, oh, this makes sense. And he explained to me what it meant. So so this was back in um, like January, February, March. I was having daily just and I feel so bad for our son who he'd he would, I don't know, talk too loud and all of a sudden I'd burst into tears. Like it was just any kind of stimulus. And I, and I I couldn't control it at the time, but I was looking to heal. So I was reaching out to different uh, experts that I knew that could help me, you know, starting with with Glenn Livingston and uh, reaching. I, I started seeing a fantastic therapist that was a friend of mine who was giving me some great pointers. I was doing all kinds of stuff. And then comes along Dr. William Davis. He came back on the show. This is in, I can't remember. It was like February maybe of this year. And and he talks about the lactobacillus rotary yogurt, which uh, he says increases serotonin and helps with depression. I'm like, oh, this sounds great. I'm going to try this. So I, I made a batch. And after the day, the day I started eating it, that um, those breakdowns where I started the where I could cry at the pin, like the drop of a hat stopped. And I felt like I was on it. I've never been on antidepressants, but I felt like I was on an antidepressant. I was all of a sudden like, wow, it's not like anything, any part of my life circumstances have changed. But I feel like the the cloud is lifting. I feel like now I can manage things. Now I can go into the kitchen and actually actually like for, start a task and finish a task. Like it's just things started being a bit more manageable. But I still was waking up about five times a night. And... And, and so then we have to move again. So here's another stressor. So now we have to move again. Um, and then you tell me, I, I, we, you and I get in contact with each other and as we do every few months. And you say, hey, I've, you've got to try this product I've made. And I'm, I, I, want, I want you to try it before I, I launch it. And, and it's, you, you start telling me all about the immune stuff. And I'm like, okay, well, I don't, you know, immune, immune wasn't like sort of on my list. My list was like, Men, more mental emotional health so you you send us a bottle and i i take uh i think you your bottle says take one dropper full like i gotta tell you i'm i'm one of those people who's gonna take two droppers full so <laughs> i take two droppers full thinking it's no it's no big deal right just two droppers full and i go i lie down to go to sleep fully expecting to wake up five times that night right because i have since our daughter died and I close my eyes, you know, fall asleep. And all of a sudden it's light in the room. And I, I open my eyes and I'm really confused. Why is it light in the room? What's going on? And I come, I come to and I realize it is the morning. I have slept the entire night. First time since, since she died. And I was like, and I have had since then, since starting taking this, I have had such sound sleep. And I really feel like this, like though you know how the lactobacillus rotary yogurt helped me, it just it took the it took, immediately took the edge off, like increasing serotonin in the brain. But this stuff, your um, multi shroom, what it did is it it healed something in my brain. The stressors, some kind of stress levels, it decreased the stress levels in my brain to the point where I slept soundly, and. And then I just noticed I was way more rested, jumping out of bed, and it was directly related to the the 
ambient stress that my body was holding at from the um, from her from her from the grief and the stressors from losing a losing another family member and the stressors from the two moves in the last year, just all that that ambient stress was disrupting my sleep. And then and I and I take all kinds of stuff and I do all kinds of things. It's it's um I'm very, very crunchy. But this single handedly fixed that for me. So that was me. My husband, who's never dr- dreamt like I, we've known each other for 14 years, been married. We're now in our 15th year of marriage. He um, he he's never dreamed nor he, or he, does, he doesn't remember his dreams. And when he started taking this and maybe maybe he'll come on the microphone and share just not being a dreamer and then taking this and then having really vivid dreams it's just been a huge change in 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 how i function you know duffy's never remembered his dreams or like jumped in color or any of that and since taking it he he will will not run out he's like get me another bottle of this we're we're ordering another bottle because uh, he now just has these really long, intense dreams that are full of color. And then the next day he's telling them to me. And, and it's just like this whole new experience in his life. So I, I want to know, how does this work? How how does this? Well, well, first off, first off, that's pretty awesome because that's telling me like for me, I always look at like things of as in order of importance, right? So oxygen's number one because without it, we're dead in four to seven minutes. So air is a pretty big deal. And we know the air quality in people's homes is terrible and the air quality outside is bad. So this is why we teach people to clean their air. you got to get an air purification system or at least start cracking your windows at night, at least when you're sleeping, to get fresher air in, in the house. So we take 20,000 breaths a day. Air is important. Number two, water. Without water, you're dead in 11 days. Right, so waters are important. You got to get your water right, clean it up, restructure it, do all that jazz, especially if you're on tap water. And then number three, which is actually a tie for number two, is sleep. Because without sleep, you die in 11 days. So water and sleep are equivalent. Think about that, in my opinion. Because without it, that you without water or sleep, either one, you will die in 11 days. So they're they're kind of a tie for the silver medal. The gold medal is the oxygen deal, but number two is water and sleep. So. You want to be able to, everybody listening, sleep is so important. It's just as important as drinking water. Your body's mostly made of what? Water, right? So what's telling me is that he's dreaming. He's getting into those, those deep, rapid eye movement, right? He's getting into a deeper state where he's actually, his body can rest and restore itself properly. So this is really huge for boosting immune system, helping people lose weight that are suffering because there's this thing called shallow sleep syndrome where people are sleeping they might even be sleeping eight hours, but they're not getting into the deep, restive, restorative sleep, and their body doesn't have a chance to really balance its hormones out and do all the things it needs to do. So this is a very important thing, and and since you've mentioned it on the multi-shroom, we've had other people starting to reach out and talk about the sleep aspect too. I didn't, it wasn't built for that. It literally wasn't. I built it because it was another pathway for me to build my immune system. I was buying, you know, chaga as an example in chunks from another company and then i would make tea out of it and there was different powders where i was getting lion's mane or cordyceps and reishi and shiitake and maitake and i was putting all that stuff together and 
you know, and then I just decided to like, I'm going to build a mushroom product so I can just get all of it in one squirt basically and make my life easier and help people with it. So we built it for me for, to build for another pathway of immunity, but it's really, 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 really good for mood, mind, and mental clarity. So we have a lot of people that are taking that have anxiety and depression. And, um, and also, like I said, it's an immune system boost. So the sleep thing was just like this added massive side <laughs> benefit that people are starting to get. We're going to talk about some of that science today because I really want to get into the why this is different than because my, my husband even said at one point when we were running low, he's like, can you just go downstairs and get your dried mushrooms and just like make me make me a, a juice or something so I can keep having these benefits? Uh, and I said, no, it's it's actually Tim's Tim's product is different and you can't just make it in your kitchen if we took all these mushrooms, we can't just make it in your kitchen because of, and I don't remember the name of it, but can you explain how it's broken down so that our, we actually absorb it in our mouth? Yeah, so this is huge. So what happened was is um, this, I just feel like I literally feel like I found a treasure chest full of gold, like literally. Imagine you're on an island with your friends and somebody gives you a map and you're digging around and you literally find it. You find a big old thing and it's worth, you know, billions of dollars or something, right? But I'm talking about billions of dollars of health equity is what I found. So a few years ago, I was reading a study on turmeric where they were able to increase the anti-inflammatory response in turmeric by 185-fold. Think about that. Not 185%, 185-fold. It says it right in 63 people that they had and they what they did was is they took the curcuminoid the cur curcumin and they which is the active in turmeric that's the anti-inflammatory curcuminoids and they 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 mechanically made it very tiny it's almost like nanoparticle size but it's not been messed around with the lab this is a, a mechanically made deal so they just take the raw materials and basically just visualize that they get ground down to super tiny particles okay what that does in is they become hyper-absorbable. And then you have to suspend them in a liquid, right, which makes them even more absorbable. So they actually fed these curcuminoids that were um, made in this manner to these people, and they noticed 185-fold more reduction in inflammation. So anybody listening out there that's got knee pain, joint pain, back pain, arthritis pain, all this kind of stuff, you know, turmeric should be in your daily regimen, right? Um, but for me, you know, I did want that, but I knew cellular inflammation was a big problem, right? So when your cells are inflamed, you can't get nutrients into the cell as well, and you can't get the detox stuff out, the, the toxins out. So I wanted to reduce cellular inflammation so I could have better response in my whole body. And then I knew the pain thing, any aches and pains or recovery from workouts would just improve, which it did. It, it reduced my inflammation and re from workouts by 50%. It was quite remarkable. So that process, we, we bought the machine. It was very expensive, and we built Turmeric 100. And that was our first product that we're used for this proprietary cellular absorption system. Well, like I said, we're a small mom and pa company, basically. And, you know, I've got lots of products that I want to launch, but it's just a matter of having the funds to do it. So as more and, more and more people learn about this stuff and get on the products and consume them and use them and tell their friends about it, we'll just keep coming out with new stuff, which we've got a whole bunch of cool stuff coming out anyway, But because uh, that, that is happening. 
All right, so that system now uh, we used on Multishroom because we have the machine already. So what we did was is we took the highest quality Chaga, Lion's Mane, Cordyceps, Rishi, Shiitake, and Maitake. There's six of them, and we, we put those all together. Now, I told Dr. Treadway, I said, look, dude, um, I want this to boost my immune system, and I also want it to be good for mind, mood, and immunity because I know about the depression and anxiety out there because I'm dealing with it as a coach all the time. And even my clients are telling me, friends and relatives and kids and everybody's there on depression medication and stuff. It's terrible. So those are the six that he came up with, once again, based on Ayurvedic system science, using his master herbalism background from those three different places uh, around the world. And he came up with those six in certain percentages. And then what we did was we actually added a complete multi-mineral to it. Because it like jacks up the efficacy on all this mm-hmm. stuff. It works mm-hmm. together. So everybody's deficient in minerals in any way. So it just makes sense. It helps build you know strong cell walls and all this other stuff. So there's a lot of good fulvics and humics in here. And pretty much every element, mineral under the elemental chart, but they're all from plant-based sources. So not only are you getting a mushroom product, but you're also getting a complete multi-mineral. So it's literally like seven products in one if you want to really look at it that way, because we have seven different things. So what happens is we take that, we run it through that process where we mechanically make the particles very tiny, we suspend it in a liquid, and we don't use emulsifiers. So mm-hmm. what's an emulsifier? An emulsifier is something that will keep the particles from separating, right? We don't do that because a lot of the emulsifiers like xanthan gum, and you probably learned this from, and those listeners are listening from Dr. William Davis. He talked about xanthan gum and gelin gum. Um, they actually eat your intestinal lining. Mm. And it's in a lot of the, most of the products out there. I mean, look at, look at the, uh, you know, even the plant-based milks. Almost all of them have those two things. So you're, you're getting off a of dairy, but then you're putting something in there that's eating your digestive lining. It's silly. So we don't put that in there. So unfortunately, you're going to have to shake this really good every time before you take it. But that's just the way it is. I'm not going to put that crap in the bottle. So you just have to shake it really, really good because the constituents will settle. So you just shake it up, squirt one in your mouth one time, and swish it around. You want to get maximum coverage on the mucous membrane in the skin inside of your mouth and just hold it for 15 to 30 seconds. It'll literally disappear through the mucous membrane. If there's Mm -hmm. anything left, swallow it. And as it's going down through your throat, it's still going through the mucous membrane in your throat into your body. Very little is actually going to make it to the digestive tract. It literally goes directly into the bloodstream, and because it's so small, it goes directly into the cell. It's so small that it can these, these constituents can go through the blood-brain barrier. Okay. So this is very, very powerful stuff. Now, why do we do this? Well, because we know that people are having digestion issues today. Over 90% of people have leaky gut syndrome at some level. You know, where you get these microscopic tears in the intestinal lining, then undigested food particles, and microbes are getting in there, and they're wreaking havoc on the body all over the place. So the digestive tract is compromised. Any food that you're eating today or supplements that you're taking, you're probably only going to get about 10 to 30% absorption rate. That's just the way it is. So 90 to 70% of what you're consuming, whether it be food, drinks, or you know, supplements, is you're just going to, it's going to go through and you're going to poop it out, which is okay. You know, you're, and so my whole mission for the last 12 year, 11 years has been to help people improve digestion, improve that process, and up their game so they're getting more of what they're consuming. Because it's, it's smarter, it costs less money, you'll eat less, 
and it's healthier and we need more nutrients. We're definitely deficient. So that's been my whole project. And that was one of the reasons that turmeric product came was to, to increase that ability. We are bypassing all of those problems by doing this. It doesn't matter how bad your digestive tract is on absorption levels. You could be down at the 10% range. doesn't matter. This stuff is going right into your cell through the mucous membrane in the mouth via the blood. So this is why it's so powerful, Ashley, is because we're bypassing the problems that have been created from the amount of stress that we have in modern society, the amount of toxic pollution, the body burn that's built up in the cells, the fat and the muscle tissue, and the lack of nutrition that's weakened, weakened us, mm-hmm. on, especially on the micro level. So we're actually able to literally hand the cell what it needs very quickly. And, mm-hmm. it, and within five minutes, the entire cardiovascular system, the blood system, transports all these nutrients of whatever we put into that. And within five minutes, your entire blood is doused with these things, and it's going everywhere it needs to go. And whatever it doesn't need, because it's naturally occurring, the body will just get rid of it. Can you talk about the size of the molecules, like before versus after it goes through that process? Uh, I actually don't know. I don't know what. How, I just know they're really tiny. They tiny micro <laughs> micro. Yeah. Well, I notice it when I put it in my mouth. Um, I, I usually hold it for a minute, and and I notice that it's almost gone. Um, and then I swallow what's ever left. It tastes good. It tastes like kind of like chocolate. Um, and what I like also is that there's no alcohol in it. Like so many tinctures, herbal tinctures, it burns the mouth and it's alcohol. And because of the process that you've uh, put this through, it doesn't need to be alcohol-based. So I find Yeah, well, we also use, uh, which... It's a good thing, but it's also unfortunate because for years I've been talking about um, one of the things we use is we use a naturally occurring citric acid, okay? And that's a preservative, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, with that said, it's naturally occurring, which means it's from like an orange, right? So when it comes into the body, it's coming in with all of its bioflavonoids and its cofactors and it's buffered, kind of like coffee, right? If you actually found a shade-grown coffee that wasn't processed, that took out the L-theanine, as an example, which buffers the coffee. That's why if people are just drinking black coffee, it's been, you know, the way it's made today, modern world, you should be squirting L-theanine in there to buffer it so it's not, like, you know, eating away at your at your cells, basically, right? And opening up, and, and your nerve endings, eating that myelin sheath. That's why people, like, get jittery, is because the coffee's eating the myelin sheath and you're exposing your nerves. So it's like pouring acid on your nerve endings. That's why when people drink coffee, they go, hey, hey, hey. But if you had L-theanine in there, it's a buffer. But see, it's been stripped out. So I have to say this because if anybody listens to me talk some other planet, you know, far, far away, or I'm just talking a few years ago or whatever, uh, sometimes I'll be talking about citric acid and it's not good. And But I'm talking about the citric acid that's been stripped of all of its stuff, okay? Mm-hmm. Because there's our, you know, our gut's got all these different bacteria in them, and one of them is called citrobacter. So if you're actually putting citric acids in your body, you're actually feeding a bad bacteria and it could cause an overgrowth and cause a problem. Mm-hmm. Ours won't do that because it's naturally occurring. So I just want to make that distinction because it's very important because somebody hears me go, citric acid's bad, and they look at the label and it's like, he's got citric acid here. No, it's naturally occurring citric acid, but it was the best thing. And I, I told Dr. Trev, I was like, can't we find something else that works just as good? He's like, no, this is what works the best. I was like, okay, well, I'll just have to tell people about it then because I just don't want them thinking one thing. And, you know, you got to explain stuff because people will challenge me on that stuff. So, right. Which I don't blame them because I was Sherlock Holmes too. I want to get to the bottom of this stuff. And, you know, I'm just tired of being lied to. 
let's go through the list. And thank you for clarifying because it's uh, it, it, we just don't know what's, where the source is from. Right. And we'll hear it's from black mold. It's from GMO corn. It's from, you know, right. so it's it's good to know that they're uh, not all citric acids made equal and that you're sourcing the best quality. And you and I off air have talked about the different ingredients, the different um, uh, plants that you source and and the, the level at which you will strive to get the highest quality because you are designing it for your health first. Because imagine, imagine if we all, as you know, the community listening to this, if we had a magic wand and we could formulate our own products for ourselves, like go down the list of our own health issues and go, okay, I want, I want to take a drink or I want to take a, some kind of supplement or a tincture that is going to be filled with these herbs or these plants. And I want to supercharge my cells with this. And we, we could, we could formulate our own stuff, right? With a, we have, um, all the resources at our fingertips. That's what you do. You sit there and go, what do I want for my own body? And, oh, it's going to be so good. I can also, I can also provide it so other people can purchase it and try it and, and, and yeah. help, help their bodies heal. Um, so I love that about, and that's again, what I meant by the, the, the one man show is that you're sitting there, you have a team, but you're sitting there going, you're not some big corporation looking to, get low quality stuff and make a big profit. Of course, we want you to be profitable because you're taking those profits and putting them back into more and more fantastic, uh, incredibly medicinal and healing products. Uh, you're, you're looking to change lives and help people. And I love your, um, your ethics. And so I'm, I'm just, I am so happy that that I we we came each, across each other's paths because this is this is what I want. I want to find more more Tim Jameses out there, the people out there who are striving to make incredibly ethical companies and ethical products to really help people. And that's yeah, what, I I really really appreciate that. And mm -hmm. um, you know, originally a lot of the the stuff was the reason I started formulating with Dr. Treadway is because I and started looking. I was just getting frustrated as a coach. You know, when you become Sherlock Holmes and you start researching every single ingredient, which nobody does, it, you know, I would go down these rabbit holes and I'm like, well, I can't eat that anymore. Yeah. And then I can't eat that anymore. It was just like, then it was like almost everything I was eating was like jeopardized at some level. And then you'd finally find this product. And you're like, oh my God, like I can eat this. This is great. Woohoo. Check that off the list. Okay. Now I've got my protein powder. I don't do protein powders anymore, but back in the day I did. And then all of a sudden, that's one of the reasons because they put xanthan gum in a protein powder I was taking. Mm. And I had to look it up and I'm like, what is xanthan gum? And I looked it up. It's like mutated corn syrup fermented in bacteria used as an emulsifier to stop things from separating. And I'm just yeah. like, what? And then, you know, you find out it eats the intestinal lining. And I'm like, why would I ever put that in my gut? I had gut issues. I was bleeding rectally for years when I pooped. You know, I had, I ruined, my vacation was ruined because I had had an appendicitis, had to have it removed, and I almost died on a trip to Peru with my wife and dad and ruined the vacation for them. I don't want any more gut issues. I'm trying to heal my gut. I've learned about those little V-Li hair-like structures. In my, I, I want to take care of them. They're my little buddies. And I want them to hang out and be in the best environment possible. Why would I consume something daily that's going to erode them? I'm not going to. Just because it's in a store, it's okay. You know, it's unfortunate that we even have to be having this conversation. It's actually quite silly 
that we're at a point in time where we're supposedly so evolved, yet you know human beings are the sickest we've ever been in the history of the planet, and then we don't get it why we're sick. And then we go into a medical system that was designed in crisis care during wartime to take care of people getting their arms blown off or shrapnel or getting shot in the shoulder. And the, and the answer is a synthetic pill that has 37 side effects that only works on 10% of the people that take it and the other 90% have severe to mild to severe to all the way up to death. It just doesn't make sense to me. Like, when are we just going to wake up as adults and say, hey, look, this isn't good. We have children today that are being born with diabetes. We have children today that are being born that are overweight and now even obese. And now if this one doesn't get people, we are having children today that are being born with cancer. So the, boom, they come out of the womb and chemo. They put them, go right into that kind of stuff. Like what the hell are we, what are, what are we doing? Like working class people listening to this episode right now, like, we need to take the reins back of our health. We need to learn how to become our own doctors. We need to learn how to self-heal because nobody else is going to do it for you. There is no top-down approach that's going to happen. It has to be us. We have to unite once again and, and, and fight for what's, like, true and real and, and has actual results. And it's, everything's always nature-based because people forget we're from nature. So, anyway, I get a little passionate about it, but <laughs> that's where we're at. I'm I'm right there. I'm right there on the soapbox with you. We have to remind ourselves that um, like healing is easy in that the body will heal itself. That that will happen. The hard part is the mindset. That's if you can. It's sort of like the hardest part of going to the gym is getting your shoes on. Like if you can just get that gym clothing on, get your shoes on, get in the car, you're good. Like that is the for that for whatever reason, the mindset that gets you to put your shoes on and just start driving to the gym, or or if you're gonna go for a run or whatever it is, the hardest part is that that those first few uh, actions that lead you into that habit, right? And and that's because we're going up against. When it comes to being healthy, we're going up against we're, we're swimming against the stream, right? We are the salmon. We're swimming against the stream because if we go with the flow and we eat what everyone else is eating and we live the lifestyle that the majority is is doing, then we will be a statistic and 70 percent of adult Americans are on at least one prescription medication. Most of them. They don't need to be on those, right? There are some life-saving medications, and I appreciate medication when it saves someone's life. The majority of medications are unneeded and could be replaced with an herb. And I have uh, Dr. Klinghardt on the show who's been a, a medical doctor for over 40 years, and he practices holistic medicine. And he, he takes very sick people like Lyme disease and some unknown diagnosis that, you know, they, these people have been to every single doctor and they finally find Dr. Klinghart and they fly around the world to come see him here. And he's just in our, my backyard out in Woodenville, Washington. But people come from around the world to, to see him. And he says his favorite thing to do is to figure out what drug someone needs and then give them the herb that is even better than that drug. He goes very, very, very seldom he has to prescribe a drug because he'll get better results time after time after time. He'll get better results with the herb or the combination of herbs that that, that drug was modeled after, right? So what are we doing going after petroleum-based synthetic 
drugs that that suppress suppress uh, the body from healing itself and manage symptoms and create a lot more symptoms. And what are we doing? Why are why are we on this conveyor belt? Right. We were born into a system that if we don't think for ourselves, we'll be on a conveyor belt of, of disease. One in three people. And I'm, I'm quoting statistics in America. Many countries around the world are following closely behind. But one in three people to one in four people, depending on whether you're male or female, will have a cancer diagnosis in their lifetime. One in three people is obese, pre-diabetic or diabetic. It, and, and, and the, you know, the top killers are all like, you know, heart, heart disease, for example, right? Stroke and uh, cardiovascular disease. The, the, that's one of the, you know, top, top, top things that people die of. My, my dad should not have died at, in his early, early 60s. My mom, who to me was always an example of health, should not have died at age 55 with cancer. These were preventable and they are preventable, but we have to completely go against the grain. We have to choose to like drive past all those restaurants and all the, the drive throughs and go home and make our own food. We have to choose to source where we get our food, choose to go to bed instead of watching Netflix till two in the morning, you know, choose to move our body in a way that brings us joy, choose to take time to balance and bring joy to each aspect of our life. Like we have to be really proactive. And sometimes that's exhausting and hard because all we want to do is just eat however one else is eating and go with the flow. But that backslides us into those statistics. So if you can have the stubbornness and the mindset that, no, I will not put crap in my body, no matter how easy it is to do it, then you're on the right path. So it's, it's the mindset. The mindset comes first. If you put your foot down, you say, I will be Sherlock Holmes in the grocery store. I will read labels. I will be a label reader. My husband, man, I mean, God bless him. He he will uh, he'll beg me when we go into a grocery store. He'll be like, please don't read labels today because it takes us so long. Now, I don't buy I know what brands I like now and I don't buy processed food nearly as much as I did. But when I, you know, 10 years ago, when I was really getting into health stuff, it was like it would take 90 minutes. I'd sit there and I would just read. I, I can't believe that I was just trying to buy a clean hot sauce. Right. I'm looking at all the organic hot sauces. And he's and I am like, I can't believe what's in this. Why would they put this ingredient in this hot sauce? And it turns out there's only like two hot sauces out of the entire shelf of hot sauces that were that passed my, you know, my my test of, of clean yeah. ingredients. <clears throat> and, and my husband's like, we've been standing in front of the hot sauces for 45 minutes. <laughs> Stop reading labels. Let's just go home. Uh, but this is what it took. It took being a food detective. Really, like time and time and time again. So I appreciate. Well, hey, I was going to tell you a little quick one story. When I was at Hippocrates the first time, they they take you on a field trip to a local, really <laughs> good Ma and Pa health food store. Uh huh. Like a good one, and it was an awesome store. It was homey. They were very, you know, it was just very small townish. You know, this was in West Palm Beach, Florida. So I, we went to a very good health food store, and they showed us how eighty five percent of everything in that store was not fit for human consumption. And this was a good one. Yeah. So this is what you were finding. You go into the bigger box stores, it's like probably 2% of the stuff you'd want to eat. Right? It's it's just the way it is. So all those things, guys, remember, inputs, inputs. We talked about that earlier, right? That's part of um, an open or dumb system where the inputs just come in. We want to be intelligent systems. 
And intelligent systems have a few more components. They have a goal, which Ashley's talking about. The goal is to put your health as a priority, love yourself, and, and demand that you just de demand good, good things for yourself. Another thing that an intelligent system has is it can read disturbances, so it knows when it's off course. And then it can also has a controller to adjust. So if something's not working, it can make a switch and change. So we, we definitely want to be intelligent systems. So rather than just being a dumb system and just throwing down our throat whatever is handed to us, we become gatekeepers because those inputs are going to go into your system and they are going to dictate your output, which is your energy levels, your mental clarity levels, your recovery ability from workouts or whatever, and you're actually over your sleep and your overall quality of life and how you feel on a daily basis and how you interact with other people. So those inputs are very important. I love it. And we have to be conscious. That's, that's the thing. Um, have you ever, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of posing this question to everyone, not, like not you specifically, but have you ever, everyone who's listening, have you ever gone unconscious with your bank account, for example, and all of a sudden, maybe 20 years ago, maybe not now, but like, you know, maybe when you were younger, you go unconscious with your finances and all of a sudden your card declines and you're like, what? And you just weren't paying attention. You weren't paying attention to your spending or you weren't paying attention to your bank account. And I know not everyone can relate to that, but um, I'm sometimes very unconscious about things I should be conscious of. Uh, and I was like, that's all of a sudden it surprises you or it could be gas. I've never, thank goodness, uh, ran out of gas in a vehicle. I'm, I'm pretty conscious and luckily I have a husband who always tops off the tank. But I see people on the side of the road occasionally. I'm like, how did that person run out of gas? How do you, you how, there's all these kind of alarms in your, 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 it's telling you it's running out of gas. But sometimes we go unconscious, right? So we go unconscious with the, the gas tank or we go unconscious with the finances and, and all of a sudden we're surprised. Oh, or maybe, you know, you, you thought there was broccoli or bread or whatever in the cup, in the, where, in the drawer of the fridge, you open the fridge and it's empty. You're like, oh, I forgot to restock that. So in, in plenty of times we get busy and we go unconscious and then we're surprised. And this is one of those things is we, we can't go unconscious around the inputs, the intelligent inputs we put into our health. Just like we really shouldn't go unconscious with our finances because we might not be able to pay the rent or the mortgage, right? Or buy food, right? So it's, uh, or we'll get bounced checks or whatever, or you'll end up with no gas in your car because you went unconscious with the gas in the car. So that level of, of maintaining awareness is really important until you've developed enough health habits that you like have, like I said, I used to read labels all the time, but now I've got my brands I've and I, things I trust. And so I don't have to sit there, although I should once in a while recheck because sometimes companies will change the ingredients on you. Uh, but now I'm, I'm, I'm more, I, I have my methods, right? I have my, my habits, I have my methods. And so it's become unconscious because I, I've set up a system. But when we're first creating new health habits, we have to be very conscious of the, of the inputs. So uh, that's my thing is I've seen so many people where they're like, well, I used to be healthy and I don't know what happened. I just stopped paying attention. And all of a sudden now years gone by and I've been eating out every day. That's one of my first things is I'll have I'll have clients fill out on the intake form. 
how what percentage of meals is home-based. And so many of my clients will write, oh, yeah, 70% of my meals are cooked at home. And then a week later, because then we actually start tracking it and we start having them cook at home. They're like, yeah, actually, um, it was more like 70 to 80% I was eating out, not, <laughs> not cooking in. And that's just because we go unconscious. You drive around, you go through the Starbucks, you get the sandwich and the coffee for, I don't know, $15 or something crazy like that. We're draining our bank accounts by eating out, by the way. It's it's convenient. We go unconscious, but then we're destroying our body because it's a, a dumb input, like you said. It's a dumb input. It's costing our body and it's costing our bank accounts. So even though people look at organic food or, you know, the the, the groceries you need to buy, oh, it's so expensive. I spent $200 at the grocery store. So expensive. I'm like, well, $200 is like going to the restaurant maybe once or twice for my family. So that that $200 is going to be groceries for over a week for us. And well, on that, on that, there's something that's important that people understand is that the lower you eat on the food chain, the less expensive the food gets, right? And mm. you can start buying things in bulk. So if you're also concerned about prepping or things might go really bad someday, which is possible, there might be a power outage or something. And, you know, if there's a power outage in four days, all the food's gone, right? Or if trucks, mm-hmm. truckers aren't running in four days, that's it. So if you're in the city and you're going to the store every day to get your food and you have nothing saved up, that's why I have I have a trailer full of nuts, seeds, grains, and beans. So, if, you know, I would recommend that and an edible food wild foraging book for your local area. That would be a very important book to have if something happened. But when you, when you, when you make these changes... There can be some, you know, maybe some new utensils you get. Maybe you buy a juicer and a blender and you didn't do that before. There might be some setup costs. And, and you know, when you buy seeds, you buy them in bulk and it can add up to a lot. But over time, it's pennies. You're literally eating for pennies. So for people that are thinking, oh, I couldn't do this or I couldn't change my diet because it's going to be more expensive. Well, yeah, if you go down to Whole Foods and you're getting all this prepackaged stuff and you know, it, shopping at those types of places, it's going to cost more. But if you go to local farmers markets, you grow your own stuff, you stock up your own seeds, nuts, grains, and beans. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you you just you develop some new pathways. Buy in bulk; it's literally going to eat for pennies. And if you learn how to detox your digestive tract and heal it, and get it maximized for absorption stuff, and you you do things like we take, like the greens, and Ashley and I take the greens. We do certain things. You're literally you only need about half as much food that's going through you because your cells are getting the nutrients they need. So your grocery bill gets cut in half right yes. there. Yeah, okay, right? this, this, this right here. I've been wondering why is it that my my, my fridge is still full? I'm like, I, 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 I'm worried about wasting. So if, if it looks like these vegetables are about to go bad, I chop them up and I put them in the freezer. We have a giant freezer. And I totally agree with you on the, the storage, storable food. I like Azure Standard. I get some like bulk uh, seeds and nuts I have from them. And then also like legumes, beans and brown rice in bulk. Um, and that's great because we I use it in the kitchen also. But like you said, if there's ever a power outage or something here in the Pacific Northwest, we're always worried about the next giant earthquake, which will knock out everything for months. And I've I've got I've got enough storable food as long as we can start a fire uh, and cook it. We're good. Uh, or I can take the legumes and sprout it and making really nutrient dense sprouts. Uh, but what I've noticed is we are because we're eating nutrient dense foods and we're eating less. We're eating less. There's more there's more food left over in the in the fridge than there used to be. So I thought that was really interesting. I noticed that lately that we are Yeah, so we you less. eat less, which means your body, the rental car you've been given for this life 
is you don't have the pedal down so much because it doesn't have to... Imagine if you have to process 100 pounds of food in a month versus 50 pounds of food. Which one's going to be a lighter burden on the body? Well, it's going to take a lot more for the person that has to process 100 pounds of nutrient-deficient foods than the person that's processing 50 pounds of nutrient-dense foods. So where does that energy that was going to break down those extra 50 pounds of nutrient-deficient foods go? Well, it goes back to you for your activities of daily living and your think, your brain starts working better, and your immune system. So you become stronger and you start building back up the walls of the castle. So the viruses and the bacteria and the mold and the yeast and the fungus and the parasites and the cancers, they can't get over the wall anymore, right? So that's, I think, a very important thing um, just to you know have an understanding about. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that they've discovered with longevity, uh, and when I say longevity, I, I mean... Um, not just living longer, because like living longer with disease would suck, right? So longevity actually means people who are in their 90s, like able to go for walks and 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 garden and still function, like people who are you know, even living into their hundreds, still walking around and and being functional. Like these, there's these people in Okinawa, for example, uh, who are 95 years old and they look like our 65 year olds, right? They act like our 65 year olds and they're 95. And one of their principles, and they eat, they eat, they don't eat processed food uh, nearly as much as, as Americans do. So they're eating, they're eating more like Japanese yams, these per- beautiful purple yams are filled with antioxidants. They're growing their own foods, more whole food diet. But they also have this principle of eating to 80% full, 70 or 80% full. So whereas in America, it's like you, every meal is like Thanksgiving, right? You, you, you're not done until you're stuffed. And I love this, this idea of just eating till and watch children. They'll do this. Children will eat till they're no longer hungry. Adults eat till they're full. And it takes about I think it's the hypothalamus. It takes about 20 minutes for the stomach to tell the hypothalamus to, to, that we're full. We're full. You can stop now. But in those 20 minutes where we've been eating for more. So we're overstuffing ourselves. And in, in, in that practice in Okinawa, they just eat till they're no longer hungry. And you well, can my eat par- more. There's, there's also some emotional stuff, too, because my, my parents grew up. My, my parents in their 80s, and they didn't have food. Like, they had to make eat cabbage soup and stuff. So, you know, finish your plate. was That's what they were taught. And so, mm. you know, it's like if it gets thrown on your plate, you better will finish it. They would have liked to have seconds or thirds, but a lot of times they didn't do it. So there's a mentality there of, of scarcity that drives it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and what you said actually reminds me of, I picked up a, a book on Benjamin Franklin when I was a kid, and he, I remember the quote vividly. He said, never eat to dullness or drink to elevation, which go, oh, wow. coincides exactly with what you said. But I don't know what his health was like. The pictures I saw, he had a big belly, so maybe he wasn't paying attention, or they just drew him wrong. I don't know. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> well, I do know about Benjamin Franklin is that he went vegetarian, and he, uh, and then dude. and then at one point he decided something along the lines of fish don't have feelings so it's okay to eat them so he was pescatarian mm. but he was uh, early on it's he's a really interesting guy to to, to research um but it, yeah early on he decided to not eat animals anymore uh i've i've come across uh his his story a few times um in regards to his health habits at least in his earlier years which might have led to many of his inventions um 
because he had the mental clarity to do so. Got his brain working better. Hey, Health Heroes, it's Tim James. I'm back. I hope you enjoyed the first part of this uh, two-part series on medicinal mushrooms for mind, immunity, and sleep. Uh, In the next one, we're going to go deep into each different shroom that's in the form. We're going to go deep into chaga, and we're going to go deep into shiitake and maitake and lion's mane and all the all the cool constitu- cordyceps, the, the mushrooms that we have in this formula. So if anything, you're just going to learn very deeply like how powerful these things are. It's literally mind-blowing. So we'll see you next week for part two of medicinal mushrooms for mind, immunity, and sleep. And until next time, I want to thank all of you for listening and around the globe that have tuned in. You've uh, subscribed to our podcast. And, um, and more importantly, that you're sharing this information with other people, because what we're trying to do here is create like a big ripple effect and grow the subscribers. This isn't about like growing subscribers just for ego. This isn't about growing subscribers for business. This is about growing subscribers. Primarily, primary goal is to get information out there that you can't get through regular channels of society. That's just the way it is today, unfortunately. We want to give you things that are like common sense, that make sense, and um, that will actually work for you in your busy lives. This, this podcast is for working class people. So until next week, change yourself, change your world, and I'll see you again soon. Bye for now. Thanks for listening again to the Health Hero Show. I'm your host, Tim James. And remember, change yourself, change your world, and we'll see you again on the next episode. Talk to you soon. You have just listened to the Health Hero Show with Tim James.